0: on a few minutes late but we have had a a great service already here so far just talking and fellowshipping and having a lot of prayer requests a lot of things that we all have in in need of prayer requests we in need of but also um, things that we need to work on our life and uh, it's been good I would pray that maybe you'll see a need maybe one Monday and you know we're we're doing it on Mondays because, you know, we, I know you. everybody out there has their churches they go to, but, hey, we can come here on Monday nights and you can come be with us, and if nothing else, just to be in the fellowship one with another because that's really good. Uh, I enjoy, it's been on my heart many weeks now, and I've talked to Butch about it and talked to April about, you know, getting these other churches coming together because I, I told some people some guys at the other church a few weeks, uh, a few nights ago, last week. Um, how I am? Uh, I want to see churches come together, yeah. cause we're on the same team. Praise God, we're going. There's not going to be a Holy Cross Heaven, and a Solid Rock Heaven, and uh, these different other churches Heaven. It ain't but one Heaven. Amen. Okay, and and we're going there. If you love Jesus and you ask Him in your heart, that's where we're all going. We're all going to be there, and um, so i was praying today and i was seeking god but on where to go to and i'm gonna be honest with you when i i I got the the best part of my lunch break to to study some and i was just like lord you've got to give me something because i just don't know where to go and i got my car on the way home and when i leave greensboro i don't have a lot of time to get here and you know it's kind of hard to read and drive don't try it it ain't a good idea I'm good to, so i'm i'm praying asking god to um help me with this and so he showed me a, uh, some scripture I, I got to briefly read over it just a second and i want to bring it out um and and hopefully we'll see what god's got in store with it it's just a couple of verses and who knows maybe somebody else might have something that they need to share tonight too as well Okay, so that's what we're going to do tonight. Um Scotty, will you open us up in prayer,
1: Brother Amen.
0: So we're going to 2 Timothy tonight. Just going to read, that I know of, a couple verses here in 2 Timothy, but we're going to speak on them just a minute. Um, it's 2 Timothy in chapter 1, and I want to go to verse 6. It's funny because I really didn't honestly know where to go to tonight. and it's, And it's a scary, it's scary. I ain't gonna be like. It's scary not when you when you know you that you got to stand and you really ain't sure. Martin Martin's looking at me and grinning, and, and Billy's been there, and it, you guys have stood. It's it's been there. Um, it's 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 you know because you know you most of all you're doing it for for God, right? right. And um, and I promise you, I did not call myself because if I called myself, I'd probably be at home sitting at the table eating supper or at my at my house doing sitting on my couch being lazy but i didn't call myself god called me and he called me to do a work for him and let me give you some advice he's called every single one of you to do something for him he did not save not one person to sit on a pew he did not just save one person just to come and keep that pew warm he saved every one of us to go and spread the gospel of jesus christ about what he's done for you and because you say well what do i say what do i do well hey i had to i had to pray about getting up here tonight and i had to seek god and i was worried about it but when i got here i know exactly where he wanted me to go to and i turned right to it because i would studied before i studied in the past and you say well what what do i say well your god will if you're god's in your heart he's going to speak and you just have to be the one to say god whatever you want me to say you're going to have to say it because i can't say it or you say well what if i don't know the answer god knows all the answers and if he lives in your heart he'll help you with those answers yeah, right. and he'll help you get through it and, and and so that's why it's so important that we study so that you can you say well i didn't get nothing out of it well you might not that time but god will use that later on in your life to get and tell somebody so in Second Timothy in chapter six, it says, and this is Paul writing, and he's writing to Timothy. Chapter one, chapter one. Sorry, chapter one, verse six. I did that yesterday at Sunday school. You'll be all right, We'll get it. <laughs> Second Timothy chapter one and verse six, and it reads, "And like I said, this is Paul. And Paul's writing his letter to his son Timothy and talking to him. So when he's talking about this, I encourage you to when you're reading your Bible, understand and know that that, that the letter is being presented to this person, but it's also being presented to you and how it can apply to you in your life. And it says, Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God, I'm going to read verse 7 and 8. For God hath not given us the spirit of what? The spirit of fear. But of what? Power and of love and of a sound mind. Be there not thou... Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me and his, his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. And that is exactly what we was just all talking about. Every Talking about these young butchers, talking about the kids and the young people, how they are going through these afflictions. Paul was a prisoner. He was in prison. He was put in prison for for speaking, for telling people about Jesus. And you say, well, what am I, What ain't got nothing to do with me. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, if you go and stand up for God, just like we just talked about, Rain, you keep standing up for the Lord. It ain't going to be easy, right. but I'm going to promise you it's going to be worth it. So I'm here tonight to stir you up into the understanding to know that the gospel is in you, and if it's in you, then you can share it, and it's gonna not going to be easy, but he says, let me tell you something, he says, but I didn't put, it, I, but for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, so you ain't got to worry about it, Rain. you ain't got to worry about it, Grace, you ain't got to worry about it, Courtney or Scotty or myself, to worry about I was scared to get up here, but he's not put in me the spirit of fear. He's put in me a spirit of sound mind, of power, and of love. And so I can stand up. And I'm going to tell you something. Y'all know me. I'm going back to this, Randall, again. It scares me to put a microphone on and sing. I'm just going to tell you. It does scare me. And so it... I had to get overcome that being afraid just like what I had to do uh, yesterday. And I'm walking down the middle of the aisle singing knowing that everybody around me can hear me. But God did not put that spirit of fear in me. And I just got to overcome because he's put in me a power of sound mind and of love. And whether I feel like I'm not sounding that good God says you just got to sing praises unto me and so I can't worry about that how can I tell these and this is what I keep going back to this Scotty how can I tell these and and get these young people to sing for the glory of God and raise their hand if I won't do it myself if I won't do it myself then why would they do it so if they see me doing it praise God they're going to do it and once you start doing it one time, Samantha, is it easier to do it now, Cassidy, Martin? We none, none of us. Let's just be honest. All of us was afraid at one point in time, right? To raise your hand and praise God. I I, I ain't afraid no more, cause He didn't put that spirit of fear in me no more. And when, I've come to find out, hey. Caleb showed me a video the other day that I come to, and, and and this guy they was playing this song, and this guy just plumb got up in the spirit, and he took off running. He looked like Sean going running around here. Yep. Hey, you think he cares? He is praising God. It don't matter what anybody thinks. So I'm here to stir up the gift that is in you, so that you cannot have fear about going and telling people about the Lord. What if you stand up and raise your hand and somebody beside you, maybe it's a, a new person at church, they'd be like, well, I can't believe that they did that. I may have to do that too. And maybe they come and get saved. Maybe they're like, well, you never know. I don't want to go and stand before the Lord and not be able to. I would hate to think. I, I have a fear. The only the, I fear God, and I do fear on the day I stand before the Lord, butch that he tells me that I missed something, I did something I didn't do enough, or I didn't say enough. I I don't want nobody's blood to be upon my hands. That's why, Billy, I am so for trying to get these churches together so that we can, you know, I don't care if somebody gets saved at your church, praise the Lord. If somebody gets saved at somebody's church that's watching our program, praise the Lord. I want to see people get saved. That's all I care about. It ain't about Holy Cross. It's not about solid rock, and it's not about, it's about people not dying and going to hell. And so we gotta get that in our mind. And so here tonight I want to stir you up. So you say, well, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. Stir it up. If I don't do nothing, I need to stir up the gift of God that is in every single one of you tonight. And it's in me and we need to be stirred up so that we can go and do what God has called and asked every one of us to do for God hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power you say well, what kind of power is he talking about the power to stand up and stand behind that sacred desk the power to stand up and give your testimony the power to sing a song for somebody okay the power to tell somebody your testimony. Amen. Maybe you're at school or maybe you're at work, Scotty, or maybe I'm at work or maybe Courtney, y'all are down to a hospital going from all these appointments, the ability and the power and the the sound mind and the gift to stand up and say, it's all right because God's got it. I'm trusting in God. You know, I don't know how y'all feel about Wayne Nett and her situation that she went through, but if it doesn't, for nobody else any good but it done me. me I'm going to tell you, it strengthened my faith. I my, I have walked different since that happened to her. I hate it if it was to get me to a better relationship with the Lord. That Wayne Ann had to do that. But if it was God's will, then it was God's will. And it sure has changed my life. And so we got to understand that. That God is not, he, you know... For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. And the next one is of love. And we were just talking about that. How about being kind. I promise you, you will never see nobody get saved walking around and not be kind. Never. Why would they do that? Why would they even want to have what we have if we ain't kind about it? And if we ain't showing people love? they wouldn't nobody would never get saved nobody's life will ever be changed and you say well you know we talked about paula we talked about the kids and how they are dealing with being jealous and it is all over the school and like you said the 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 popular kids are 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 jealous and they 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 fight amongst one another and then then the the ones that are not as popular they fight they want what they got and some of them want what the ones that's not as popular got Everybody's got something going on, and ain't nobody. We're all here, and so I was thinking about this. You know, is we're never ever going to do anything any good for God if we don't have love in our heart. Amen. Period. It don't. It don't matter. I can. I can come to church and I can stand behind the pulpit and I can sing. I can praise the Lord i can come to the altar we can do all these different things but if you ain't doing it with love in your heart it ain't gonna matter okay and that's what god's trying to teach us tonight hey but god hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and praise the lord of a sound mind and that sound mind i was thinking about praise the lord with a clear conscience A clear conscience if I know you know if I like I I said it yesterday Randall when uh, talking about my my issue with uh, that I had for years and April knows how April how many years that I tried to hide that from you (laughs) and so let me tell you something that was no fun worrying about every time I turned around Worrying about who was going to see me, who was going to catch me, what they was going to say—that was no fun. Yep. But I got a clear conscience now that I can stand up and say, you know what? I ain't got that—I ain't got that hole hanging over my head no more. Yep. I got a sound mind and a clear conscience that God can use yep. me, and I don't have to worry about it anymore. And that's just one thing. Just—we all got something in our lives that we're ashamed of. But if you're if you're not going and doing something to be ashamed of, then you're not going to be ashamed, and you'll have that sound mind, and you can go and do what God wants you to do, and and do it with power and do it with love. That's what we all need, right? Amen. I'm about done. I'm going to read this verse eight. But but not there Thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God and I was thinking about that we know Paul was put in prison right for going and spreading the gospel telling people, teaching people trying to tell but I can tell you right, I was thinking about that and then think well I've never been put in prison but I got to thinking about that. I think I have we're in prison right now prison to this flesh What makes Marty Marty is not what you see, it's what's in my heart. And I'm imprisoned in this flesh which is of sin, and I have to battle it all the time. time, And I have to battle that. So what makes Marty, what what you see as Marty is not going to be here forever. But what is coming out of Marty is going to be here forever. Okay, that is my soul. And I'm imprisoned by my sinful flesh. And I have to overcome it. And I have to keep myself in subjection every day so that when I can be what the two verses before that said, so that I can be of a good mind. And I can do things in love. But we all got what we just talked about. Every one of us, Billy said it, every one of us is dealing with pride, right? Every single one of us has to deal with that. Every single one of us, whether we even say it or not, have a little bit of ounce of jealousy in our life because of this flesh. Yeah. We covet. We're not supposed to covet. Okay? If God blesses Billy with a brand new truck, praise the Lord. I'm going to praise the Lord for it. You know what I'm saying? We shouldn't be so upset because God blessed somebody else with something. Hey, pray about it. But we can't do that if we are not in the right frame of mind, in the right spirit, got our hearts clear, living for God. And that's what I want to do, is I want to stir up the gift tonight that God has blessed each and every one of you with. Because he's blessed every one of you with it. It ain't just Butch, it ain't Scotty, it ain't Martin, it ain't Billy, it ain't Josh or Marty or Caleb, It's, it's every single one of you has got that. And if you don't use it, And I'm going to close on this. I got to thinking, I was on my way to work this morning and I was just praying, talking to the Lord and I got to thinking about Adam and Eve. And it don't say how long they was in the garden before they took upon that sin. Could have been a thousand years. It could have been one year. Could have been one day. Could have been one month. And I got to thinking about how they was so blessed. They was walking in Perfect peace, perfect happiness, perfect joy. Didn't have to work, didn't have to do any of these things, right? It was perfect until they sinned, come along. And then I got to thinking, man, what can you imagine what Adam was thinking and Eve was thinking after that? Woo, man, Lord, we had it made. Can you imagine the regret that they was having? Oh, my goodness. I didn't have to do all this work before I did that. I had it perfect. Everything was right. And so I want to tell you that tonight so that you think about it. To say, you know what? You don't want to stand before the Lord and have regret like Adam and Eve had. Because you know they had regret in their heart. Because they did come to the knowledge of good and evil. They knew things were things was different. They had to cover themselves. So they had regret over the sin that they committed. And so when things changed, I believe I believe he walked around. I believe Adam sat there and was sitting there working when he didn't have to work before, and he was sweat was dripping off his brow and he was just working in his garden and having to do all that work. He's like, "Man, I didn't have to do this before I messed up." now i gotta do this man did i ever mess up and i want to stir you up tonight to think i don't want you to have that regret well i should have said something i could have done something more could i have told that person i had one person that i used to work with a long time ago and i actually went to butch's house he may not remember and this old boy would i would see him at work and he would be reading his bible this is a probably 15, 20 years ago, he would be at work, and Butch, he'd be reading his Bible one day, and the next day I'd come up and see him, and he kind of smelled like alcohol. And maybe the next day I'd see him, he'd be reading his Bible. And I, I just, out of the spirit of fear, of, of having fear of saying something, I didn't speak to this guy. Come to find out, about a week or two later after that, he was riding a moped to work. Because he lost his license because of drinking. I'm gonna tell you something. You don't ride a moped on 40, no. and you know what happened? Yeah. And he got killed. And it broke my heart because yeah. I don't know that I got it. I missed God telling me. That i should have told this old boy something or spoke to him and i won't never know until i have to go and stand before god if his blood is going to be upon my hands and i don't want you guys or myself to ever have to go through that heartbreak when we go and stand before the lord and somebody over there in the next aisle that's standing in the white throne of judgment and is looking at us and going marty why didn't you tell me why didn't you say something because i was walking around in fear I was walking around with not the right frame of mind or I was walking around not having love in my heart or of a sound mind and not telling people of what the truth is and I don't have that option no more of that young man I hope and pray that that I get to see him again I hope God gave him an opportunity I hope I didn't miss the opportunity so I want to stir up to you tonight the gift of God and put you in remembrance where God's brought you from and where he's brought me from so that we can understand and know that we don't be like Adam and have regret over something that we did or we didn't do. And that's all I got tonight. Anybody got anything?
1: able to get through because this sinus mess going on, but I'll try my best. So uh, Jeremiah Simpson, uh, he one of his Bible and breakfasts I listened to uh, the other day was on First Thessalonians uh, chapter five verse seventeen, and it says, "Pray without ceasing." And ceasing that word means uninterrupted. So, therefore. How many times when we pray are we interrupted? Amen. And he said uh, one uh, one big thing with him when he's praying, it, you know, you always think, well, it's probably his kids. No, it's usually his phone. Someone's calling them. Someone's texting them. Someone's An right. uh, alert goes off or something like that, and it just makes them sidetracked. So... And that being said, we need to pray without ceasing, without interruption. That is our time with God. That's our time to praise him. That's our time to worship him like we're supposed to. That's our time to have a connection and relationship with him. That's right. And April was talking earlier about, uh, or Cassidy was, about marriage and what CT taught. Uh, and preached about yesterday, which is kind of funny, because the guy at work, Ashley, at his church, he's talking about the exact same thing, and I was like, it's just, it's all the time connections, and it, I feel like that's exactly how the Bible is too, because you can relate the Old Testament to the New Testament, New Testament to the Old Testament, well, that's exactly how it's coming today. You're starting to get more and more of the same thing being repeated and repeated, but yet how many times do we take it to heart? Amen. Um, I watched right. a movie over the weekend, and it was about this kid played football, and he ended up he signed with the uh, Longhorns football team. Well, you know he was a great player. I mean, tremendous. Will fight and fight and fight. You know, just keep pushing himself. Well, towards the end of the movie, they found out he had cancer behind his kneecap, and they ended up having to take his leg completely from the hip off. And I mean, that was his life, was playing ball, you know? That was his whole entire life, was playing ball. That's all he knew. And yet, he had to get his leg taken. So... And I spoke about it in uh, class yesterday morning too. How many times do we take for granted that we can even walk? You know, how how many times do you thank God that you can walk and breathe and just move? you right. And man. be able to do things for Him. Amen. And uh, He, Lord, the Lord, might let me preach on this one day, and I hope He does. But It's one word, and it's passion. So how passionate are we for him? Amen. See, we have a whole lot of passion for things we want to do, I feel like. I feel like I have more passion about trying to do something that I want to do than what he wants to do. That doesn't line up. We need to have more passion for what he wants in our lives, what he wants us to do, what he wants us to say. When someone you know, makes us mad or does something to us, well, his word tells us to love everybody as ourselves, right? You're right. As he has loved us. So with that love, there's also compassion. And that, that little bitty three letters before the word passion just is so, such a broad, you know, word. Just compassion. What is compassion? That's caring for someone else. So even though someone may trample all over you and you just brush it off, that's having compassion for them as long as with yourself and for God. But see, you also don't need to let people run over you your whole life, like Martin was talking about in class Sunday. We can't just keep letting it happen and happen, or or else that's going to be on our hands just like you said. So, uh, I'm going to keep reading a little bit right here. 18 says, And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. 19 says, Quench not the spirit. So, quench means not letting him do his will. Right? 20 says, Despise not prophecy. Prophecies, Prove all things. Hold fast. That which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And then 23 says. And the very God of peace. Sanctify you wholly. And I pray God. Your whole spirit. And soul. And body. Be preserved. Blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we have to become blameless. When we come to him. We have to become spotless just like he was right so with that pray without season without interruption be passionate for what he's having for your life no matter if that's maybe the passion that he has for you is something totally different than what you see but see you need to be following that you need to be chasing after what he has you need to be seeking it what he wants, his will, so like I have a strong passion for evangelizing. I don't know what it is, it's just in my heart that's what I you know that's something I want to work toward, and I want to get better at. I want to be able to go wherever it is where he leads me Amen. and just do his will Amen. and whether that's me quitting my job and just following him, I just want to do
2: it how okay. want I want to work for. Him. I want to be his servant i want to follow him i want to Amen. i want him to lead me i want his word to lead me i want his lot to shine upon the path Amen. i want his lot to shine upon that path that i can just walk clear as day <laughs> and i'm gonna i'm gonna have a little testimony right here but before i accept my call to preach i was over at mount bernard and during that revival he had going on that, He he asked for all the preachers that stand around from every church. And I looked up, and I just saw all those preachers around. And I had a passion. I said, God, I want to be a preacher. (laughs) And do you know what he did? Hey, baby boy, he called me. That's what he done. When it's set in stone, when your heart is right with him,
1: he's going to let it
2: be. He's going to show you the way. He's going to give you the reins that you can just keep pushing. I've been pushing, and that's all I want to do. I just want to keep pushing and keep trucking for him. Amen. I don't care Amen. what's in the path, what the devil has lied ahead of me. I just want to overcome that obstacle again and again because every time that the devil puts something in my way, that means I'm closer to God. That's right. That means I'm closer to him. That means I can get closer to him. Amen. So just have passion. Have something that you want to strive for for Amen. God. Amen. Don't worry about what all these people say out in the world, it doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't, I mean, it it really don't, what lies ahead? What is ahead of you after life, after death, what is at the end of it? What is at the end? Are you going to choose hell? Are you going to choose heaven? There's only two ways, there ain't an in-between. That's right. There ain't something that's just going to happen, and you're going to be reincarnated into something else. That ain't how it works. You're either going to hell or you're going to heaven. That's That's just it. Amen.
0: Thank you. I got some. Sound
3: like a Billy Graham
0: message to me. Anybody else else get stirred up? (laughs) Go ahead, Billy. How
4: do you not get stirred up? Amen. (laughs) Amen. 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 But um well I can see me but <laughs> something I wanted to kinda of bring out right here. Number one, these text verses Marty's talking about, especially verse number seven, that verse actually is what caused me to cave in to the call to preach. Amen. Because I was as you hear people say, I was running, I was scared to death and I just happened to be reading one night and I run <laughs> across that and I literally just Dropped my Bible and said, okay, Lord, that's it. I'm done. I'll do it. And moving on from there, you know, the Lord's provided. He's done lots of things for me since then. But it's kind of ironic that you, well, the Lord actually picks these verses tonight. Because I actually got a, a message that I think I preached last year. Um, at our church that I've kept paper clipped in here for whatever reason. I don't know. Um but the part on fear, and something I just wanted to share out of the beginning of this message that I had, was fear, is, as being defined, is an unpleasant, often strong, now watch this, emotion, mm-hmm. which means flesh, caused by anticipation or awareness of danger.
1: That's right.
4: Or an anxious concern. I hope you all understand where I'm going with this right here. Because fear can paralyze you. That's right. Fear, it's a fleshly fear. It's not a reverent fear that we're supposed to have of God or parents and whatnot. Therefore, it plays on emotions. It deals completely through the flesh. Emotions rarely, if ever, can produce anything for the glory of God. That's what we're here to do is to give God glory and to glorify Him. And you cannot do it through fear. In its most raw form, fear is simply a lack of faith. Because the just shall live by faith, That's right. not fear. Paraphrasing there, but something else I want to throw in here right quick, and I'll hush or else I'll get going weed. But anyway, <laughs> um, fear will cost you. It'll cost you a lot. That's right. um, and we all need to understand that, being afraid to say something, being afraid to step up. I mean, you know, Marty's already mentioned, Caleb has there as well, simply owning the wrong, calling the wrong out. Y'all understand as, you know, children of God, we do have an obligation to call things out. So long as it's in this book now and it's done in a loving way, I mean, don't get me wrong, but fear can destroy you. That's right. But remember where it didn't come from. It did not come from God. It come from your flesh. It caused you to do things, say things, think things you wouldn't normally do. That's right. If we ain't real careful, y'all, we will let fear become our driving force. That's right. Amen. And it will absolutely put us in a ditch. It will get us completely derailed, which is exactly what the devil wants.
0: That's right. That's right.
4: Because if you're not doing anything for God, guess what? You're doing his work for him. Amen. I mean, that's just where it is. But and I, I just, with the fear part, I'll just leave it right there because it hits so home um, with me because I've been there literally paralyzed didn't know what to do what to say who to say it to and it will destroy you amen and it'll cause you big big problems don't let fear do that to you, y'all all right I'm
5: done. anybody else yeah. uh, i was listening to a preacher last week, and just everything that was said here tonight goes right along with it, <coughs> uh, we was talking about uh, coming in, and I think April said running your, uh, Run your lips when you come in, bad talking people, this preacher brought in some plates Sunday morning, and said, anybody hungry? It's like I'm gonna feed you this morning. He got out a plate, put some food on it, handed it to the lady, said, You want some food? She looked, camera rang on the plate, plate was dirty. It was nasty. She was like, go ahead, eat. It's good. Don't you want some? It's good food. She just kept looking at it. She looked up at him. was like, I, I really don't want to eat that. It's on a dirty plate so many times, you might have a good message, a good ideas, but you're presenting them on a dirty plate. Nobody's going to hear it. Nobody wants or will receive it. You're right. You're right. And said so first, got to make sure your plate's clean. That's right. Before you can bring forth the goodness that you have. you got to present it in the right way. Amen, Joshua. That's good. Anybody else?
3: I've had a lot I could have said tonight. (laughs) I would like to say I wanted to let all you guys speak up because it's all been good. It's all been wonderful. From the message right down to Caleb uh, ending up preaching and. I will say this. He's given us the power. How much power does God have? He's got all power, ain't he? Do you know this is a result of God's power working through us? Amen. Amen. Right down to the building, the land, the born-again souls, the young preachers, everything it's been god's power working through us uh that's why he says that greater things we can do jesus did than he done because he goes to the father but we're still here our job ain't over yet we still got a lot to do for the lord and uh we do it through his power uh this they got as much power as God's given us, Marty. Absolutely. Absolutely. They have the same power. And when you confronted with something, you have the same power. The power is within you. Amen. You don't have to be scared. He, he tells us, don't fear them. It's able to destroy your body, but the one that's able to destroy your body and soul. So uh, I thank the Lord for the message and it's the power. And through the power, he gives us everything he needs, a sound mind like you taught on, and uh, the gift of eternal life. He gives us everything and also gives us his power. So he didn't leave us without. He left us with everything, right? He left us with everything we need that we can carry our cross and fight that fight that we got to fight for him. Amen. Okay.
0: All hearts clear. All right. We're going to come pray.